0: Welcome to Limitless Joy. I'm Shannon Honda, here to share with you all things spirituality, conscious love, sex, dating, relationships, Reiki, and so much more. I'm so honored to be here with you and excited to dive in. Welcome to this episode of Limitless Joy. I'm really happy to be here with you today just because I can already... Feel how powerful this episode is for me personally, and just what I want to share with you and what my intention is. I'm going to be diving into the story of my concussion, how that happened, what that really awakened in me, and how that, you know, changed the path of my life really, the whole trajectory of how I show up in the world, and how it led me to dive deeper into the path of Tantra and what that really means to me, and how that continues to really change and shape my life and who I am as I continue to dive deeper into that path as both a student, myself, always learning and growing and evolving. And same thing in my teachings and how I show up as a teacher of this work as well. So to start at the beginning, uh, my concussion happened four years ago. And just even how that day took place, and what happened was a huge lesson in and of itself. Um, I had, uh, I was teaching yoga at that time, that was like my main part of my work at that time. And I had agreed to teach at a new yoga studio, and I had taught one class there. And after teaching that class, uh, and after leaving, I just felt like I didn't really connect with the vibe there. And something really felt off like in my body and in my intuition, there was no like logical reason that I could point to as to why it was not a good idea to teach there. Um, you know, if you're just looking at it from the logical standpoint it's just a new, you know, stream of income, a new community and more, you know, um, awareness around my work and myself as a teacher. So in that way, it seemed like a good idea. Um, But just after teaching that first class, something in me was just like, this something is off. This is not a good idea. I should not do this. And I really sat with that feeling. And then I decided to reach out to the owner and let her know that I could not um, move forward with actually teaching there permanently and being on the schedule. And um, because... Yeah, it was a new studio. There was more space and flexibility in that moment. So I just told her like I would show up the next week to teach just to give her some time to find another teacher to replace me and just be on the schedule uh, permanently moving forward. But even that suggestion of me saying that I would come back one more time was coming from a place of like, oh, I should do that because I agreed to like teach there. And now that I'm not, I should, uh, you know, give That stuff because that's professional. It's not professional to like not show up at least one more time and whatever excuses my mind and story my mind decided to create. Even though in my body and my intuition, like I did not want to go back there, even not one more time, you know, even though that doesn't seem like a big deal. Teaching one class is like what an hour, an hour, 15 minutes. Like it's not a huge thing, you know, and so because of that like disc- discrepancy and that disconnect between my body and my intuition and versus my mind i in my thought my met my head i thought it was compromising and i decided like oh you know this is a good medium like i'll at least go one more time well that was a terrible idea because i so the next week rolls around and like that day before I was going to go teach that class, it was in the evening. Like I was dragging my feet all fucking day. And I just was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Like, I just really don't want to go teach that class. And that was just very, very unlike me. You know, like I, if I had something to do, I would just go do it, get it done and, you know, be on my way. And like, it, it really didn't seem like that big of a deal. I was like, okay, you'd have to go teach one class like in one evening like why is that such a big thing like I would be teaching you know one point in my life I was teaching like 20 classes a week which was insane and then at that time I think I was down to like teaching like 10 or 15 classes or something like that but you know one class here or there wasn't going to be life-changing or you know or so I thought but it definitely was so I go to the class and I yeah teach and I think that there was like we were more towards the end of the class at that point maybe the last 20 minutes or so and I was teaching a handstand practice so everyone was doing their handstands and I was going around and uh, offering feedback and adjustments to people and then there was this one student who she wasn't doing the handstand correctly and so I asked her to come down and I was explaining to her like where the approach like wasn't working and how to adjust and what to think about and how to like you know approach it moving forward so it was a more stable, more integrated approach. And she was just like really anxious and like really focused and in her ego about wanting to do the handstand and just, you know, just really in that and not really even fully being present with what I was trying to tell her. And I was standing right next to her and in between like me still explaining to her what was going on, we did not say that we were going to be trying it again or kicking up again. And she kicked up and her... Her shin uh kicked me like full swing with a lot of momentum on like the side of my head and on my face, my jaw, and it really hurt, and I was in like a lot of shock. Um, but yeah, she came down and and I continued the class. I finished teaching the class still. And because I didn't black out, because I didn't go unconscious. I knew that I was hurt and obviously wasn't a lot of pain, but I didn't think much past that. And you know, what I've learned, one of the many things that I've learned from this whole experience is that nobody knows anything about concussions. And even in the medical like community, they have very little knowledge and understanding of that as an injury and how to approach it and how to um, work with it. But most people in general, including myself at that time, my brain did not go to like, oh, you have a concussion because most people think that that only happens like, yeah, if you actually black out or go unconscious. So I finished teaching the class, went home and, uh, yeah, got home that evening and I took, uh, Advil and I went to sleep. I did that because I was like, I know in pain I need to reduce any inflammation that's happening That I'm going to deal with this uh, more tomorrow and see like what I need to do, you know. And I didn't tell anyone what happened. I just came home and yeah, went to sleep. And that is literally the worst thing you can possibly do, just FYI. Um, first with the Advil, especially if you have like any chance of internal bleeding, that is more of a blood thinner. So it would increase more bleeding and would cause more bleeding. And obviously going to sleep is a bad idea if you have a concussion, which I did not know. So with all of my guides and spiritual beings who are watching over me, that's pretty much what I attribute to, you know, sleeping through the night and waking up. And then like even the next day, that still didn't come to my mind as that's what was happening. But then over the course, I think of the next few days, I realized that's what had happened. And um, yeah, I was in for a very, very long journey from that point. Um, It was just like really the feeling of feeling like I had fallen into a black hole without anyone to catch me. Like it was a lot of first external darkness in the sense of like not being able to have any sensory input. Everything felt really overwhelming with sounds and lights. And so I was just like in uh, my apartment, just in the dark uh, during the day. And just because I could not handle having any lights. And in the evening at night, I would just like candles. Um, And internally, there was just like so much darkness. And it really like threw me into a depression because I felt so disconnected to my my old self at that time and just like in so much pain and so confused and just like questioning like what had happened because even at that time even though everything was like a shit show and I felt like everything was fucked I still felt like that it had happened for a reason there was something happening here and you know there was something for me to like learn and understand and integrate because you know something had really gone wrong you know, and then from that point, even just like realizing that I had over overrided my intuition. You know, um, I knew that something was wrong, and I did not want to go to that class, to that studio anymore. And then even to go t- teach that class in that evening, but I forced myself to go because I thought I should, and just like you know, f- force myself into it because I felt like that was the right thing to do. That was a professional thing to do, whatever, which was obviously not worth it. And just like, I was, yeah, just not listening to what I knew inside because I felt like there was not a real logical reason to point to, you know, um, as to why not to go. And I still felt like, Oh, I was still doing the right thing by not continuing to teach at that studio, um, moving forward. But that one, one more class, like, you know, wouldn't be a make or break, but <laughs> literally was, Um, yeah. So there was that, which I realized, but then I was like, okay, there's that, but there's just like so much more to the story, you know? And, you know, I just realized that, like I've said earlier, that life will show you things very clearly. The universe sends us so many signs and information all the time. And it's just up to us, like how open and willing and receptive we are to those signs and those messages and also like willing to follow those things and be guided as well. And like, I realized like I had to be stopped in my tracks. And after that point, like I had had like small rocks and bigger, bigger, uh, things come in my way, but they just didn't stop me fully. And I just had to have this huge boulder in my path to completely, stop everything and like reevaluate how I was really approaching my life because at that time I was really in the like pushing, hustling, grinding, really toxic masculinity vibe. Just like from all the kind of messaging and you know, brainwashing that we receive from the patriarchy of like, you know, chasing your worth and um external accomplishments and Um, you have to just push yourself and grind and hustle to make shit happen. And if you don't like nothing is going to happen and working hard is the only way. And that is just like such bullshit, which leads us to be even more disconnected to who we are and to our power, to our like life force, you know, and really not connected to our intuition, to our, to the flow that lives inside of us, like the energy that truly guides us. And I was also just like so depleted and so frustrated and so burnt out. And I didn't discover this at that time. I think it took me a couple more years to realize that, like, as I was dealing with all these symptoms and pain uh, to help relieve, you know, the, the pain that I had from my concussion, it, I thought that I was only dealing with the concussion and the symptoms of that at that point. But actually, I was also dealing with burnout. And I, that that had been happening for a while. I don't know how long, to be honest. But it had definitely been happening for a while. But I was ignoring the signals of my body. You know, I was still continuing to push and move. And even though I was feeling like depleted and frustrated and kind of lackluster and not really connected to my life force and my radiance and just like the power that I had, um, yeah, I didn't realize that, that that was also part of the... The story. And so as I was dealing with the concussion symptoms, I realized like I was also dealing with like recovering from burnout and I probably would have had some other kind of, you know, health issue happen if the concussion didn't happen. I was still like on the same path of like being really disconnected and not really understanding how to move through life in a way that was really integrated and nourishing and powerful and like moving from a way that was really following my desires and my life force, you know? And, um, that was a really tough period. It was just like so much friction that was happening because your nervous system at that point is just like really in survival mode. And even though like what is needed is like slowing down and rest and like, uh, nourishment and rejuvenation and like really renewal and like Pausing and turning inwards, I was so terribly uncomfortable and in pain and like frustrated and pissed off and sad and just like all of the things. And I just like wanted to get out of that situation as fast as I could. And I wanted to get back to like the old version of myself in some sense, where like I was feeling, you know invigorated and like able to do stuff because at this point, like I wasn't able to work and like just even doing basic life tasks, like was exhausting. Um, just basic stuff that I would do before it took so much energy and it was so draining for me. Um, and it just like really made my whole like life path crumble in so many different ways. And like, I was also just kind of in like survival mode of like, okay, how am I supposed to move forward like with my business, with my work? Like I am my business. So if I'm not able to work and because I'm in so much pain, like there is no work, there is no business, then like what the hell is happening? Like who am I? Like what am I going to do? And what does this all mean? Because at that time also a huge part of my identity was tied to that. So it just was like, having to like reevaluate everything, you know? And it was it was really difficult because I mean, for everybody to some extent, like rest most people don't realize like how uncomfortable rest is for them because like the mind starts to like after a certain amount of time is kind of like, okay, well now you're being lazy and tries to guilt us or make us feel shameful because we're resting, because we have to earn our rest. And we're not just like allowed to rest just because. And there's just like so much crazy, insidious brainwashing that hap- happens from the patriarchy and just like how our society is structured. And that is the result of like why that is a reason of why so many people are feeling burnt out and depleted and just like not connected to their aliveness and like not feeling really nourished in their soul because like we're all taught to continually just like keep moving, keep hustling, not connect to ourselves and just like focus all of our attention on acquiring things and external achievements and checking things off the to-do list that's never going to end anyway. And just like it's, it's so crazy like the spiral that we're taught to like live in, you know, it's a terrible cycle that it just continues to go unless you're actually forced to like stop and reflect and reckon with like, what the fuck is actually going on, you know? And yeah, because of how disconnected I was and just like how depleted I was, I was like so far away from like feeling alive in my body or connected to my pleasure. And like, in a way that was like really bringing me to life, you know? And I was like diving into like different teachings and programs and like trying to kind of heal myself in different ways. Cause at least I did have the understanding that like everything is connected and to really look at myself holistically and like looking at the physical aspects of what's happening also, but going deeper into like the emotional body and the energetic body and understanding like what needed to be, Rebalanced and integrated and brought back to harmony, and that's how I came across uh, tantra in a deeper way. I had already been familiar with the philosophy and a lot of the you know teachings of tantra because that's also what my yoga um, trainings were rooted in. So I was familiar with that, but this time it was like going deeper into like the embodiment a different way and really connecting to the sensuality and sexuality aspect of Tantra because that is one piece of it. That is not the whole thing of what Tantra is, but that's like when I just like was led into diving deeper into that to really reawaken my energy and my life force. Like I've said many times, like our sexual energy is our life force energy. And we're not connected to that. That causes us to like become small and not be connected to that radiance, that glow, that aliveness, that pleasure, and be really deeper connection to our bodies and intuition toward that is really truly leading and guiding us on our path so first i just want to say like i've slowly now gotten like more accustomed to and, and the desire to also like really name tantra itself just because that word has gotten so distorted and appropriated and whitewashed and it's just like it's like slapped onto like so many different like trainings and workshops and whatever just because people like know that hearing that word some people will just automatically want to come and like think about the like distorted version of what that means and like how you know it's all about sex it's all about orgies or something like that And that's really truly not what it is. Tantra is really, at its core, is really accepting what is and really understanding that there is no greater than or lesser than and to really meet life in all of its flavors and that you can find the greatest awakenings, the greatest like Enlightenment, if you will, in the places of the deepest, like darkness. And that's like really, you know, where I was in my life. And Tantra is like really meeting those things head on. Like we're really taught to like avoid our fear and avoid suffering and avoid our grief and avoid our shame. But Tantra is like really sitting in those things really meeting those things head on and diving deep into like finding out what the gem is there like in our shame what is the teaching there in our fear in our guilt like because all those things have something to offer to us and if like we really sit with those things with the open like heart and mind and like are willing to face those things like and really open ourselves up to that energy, we're actually able to like move that energy faster and transmute that energy. And then we can actually see like what our shame is pointing us to. What is our fear and our guilt pointing us to? Like what is there for us to learn and integrate to actually rise higher, to connect to higher vibration emotions and like connecting to our pleasure and to our joy from those places. But most people are really fucking afraid of the dark. And also in spirituality, like in the superficial layer of it, most people just think it's like love and light and rainbows and butterflies, but that's not it. You know, like a true like spiritual master, if you will, is like willing and able to sit in the darkness and embrace those things and be in that space because that's what life is. That's also why we're on this plane. It's full of like light and dark and everything in between. And Tantra is being able to like sit with those heavier, denser energies and really connect to how much power is there once we're able to really release our armor and release our resistance. Because when we hold on to trying to protect ourselves or trying to resist things, resist our suffering, for example. First of all, what we resist persists. We, all, we know that. And also like when you're connecting to feeling you have to always protect yourself or carry this heavy armor, which many of us do, that actually makes things heavier and makes things more difficult because you're dragging your feet and you're not willing to open yourself up to really feeling the depth of your grief, the depth of your shame or guilt or fear And when we open up ourselves to that, like that's when we're able to actually transmute those energies. But most people, they don't want to go there. It's like really, there's a fear of of the suffering, and this is why also most people are afraid of death. And in my opinion, like when, and also in my experience and understanding as well, like the more you're actually able to meet those things head on. You just find so much more freedom in those places. And I've, from this whole journey, like have learned because that moment, but also so many other experiences in my life where I've had many like near death experiences, I realized like I'm actually not afraid of death and we're actually more afraid of suffering. And that's also something that's, been a theme for me because I suffered so much from the concussion because I was trying to resist it. I was trying to fight it. I was so frustrated and I just wanted to get the fuck out of it and have it heal and, you know, get better quicker. But that's not <laughs> what was in the cards for me. I had to be able to really sit with that and go deeper into it and be willing to, you know, feel the depth of grief, feel the depth of darkness that I was experiencing and sit in it and sit in the suffering of that as well. And the more I was able to open up my heart and be more open, more soft, more willing, that's when those denser and heavier energies were actually able to process through me faster. Like when I was able to really feel the depth of my grief and welcome it and not try to fight it anymore, not try to resist it or try to push it away anymore. That's when it moved through me, and I was able to actually release it, integrate it, and see what was on the other side of it. But when I was trying to protect myself and try to push away the suffering and try to like hurry up and move it along faster, it stayed with me. It just made the process longer and harder and more difficult. And like the more I, yeah, dive into Tantra and the the teaching of it, there's like, the number one thing of first just being able to accept what is to be able to sit in darkness, not only chasing the light constantly, but also understanding like the places where we're taught to, you know, experience guilt and shame, specifically around like sexuality and sensuality and our pleasure. That's actually where like there's deep spiritual awakening awakening and enlightenment there's so much so much there for us but like because of the messaging that we receive we're taught to like be ashamed of our sexual um desires and our sexual energy and like taught to like repress it and that leads us to be even more disconnected even more disempowered and then continue to chase external bullshit which is like keeping us small And that like serves the patriarchy and all the other systems at play. But the more we're able to like really tap into like who we are, what we are at our core and not be afraid of our suffering, our deeper our denser emotions. There's so much freedom there. So I just really... Yeah, from this whole story, like there's so much more to tantra, but um, from what I can say, like in this, in relation to this, I would like leave that here. But I want to like, yeah, just leave you with like the key reminders of just like how important it is to connect, continue to connect to your body, and continue to connect to integrating these denser emotions somatically, so that they're not. Stuck within us and not holding us back from how we really want to truly show up in the world. Because if we're not able to process our fear, our guilt, our shame, etc., that stays stuck in our body. We can physically see that in like energy pod- patterns and how you hold your body, how you move your body, and where you have physical pain in your body. And the more we're able to Connect to our sexual desires, our sexual aliveness, and really see that as our life force that really opens us up to like how truly powerful we really are because we're not holding back and repressing pieces of us. And that's why I think like understanding and fully embracing and integrating our sensuality, our sexuality, our desires, our pleasure is so, so important. Because then we're really able to take up space, fully show up in our power, be unapologetic, and really own who we really are because our desires are who we are. Our sexuality is a core part of who we are. you know. And as much as we're able to really fully embrace that and integrate that, that's when we can really be connected to our true essence and really show up in the world where we're being our authentic selves and really living our dreams and desires because we're open and we're willing to embrace them. But that requires us being willing, being open, willing to like go into the deeper, denser, darker emotions too. And once we're able to do that, that actually increases our capacity to experience deeper joy, deeper pleasure, deeper orgasm, bliss, all of the things. Because how we're able to hold the density of the darkness is how much we can actually experience the light. If you're constantly chasing light, there's only a certain point that you can get to, but we have to be willing to embrace and move through all the flavors and layers of like what the true human experience is. That's where we're on this planet and this plane, because it is a planet of polarities and density. So I really invite you to like welcome everything that is here in the the shit show that can be the human experience, you know, because that truly is what opens us up and really connects us to an aliveness in a deeper way. We're truly connected to like who we are and why we're here. So I hope that from all the things that I shared here, there was at least one takeaway that you could really sit with and feel like how you want to integrate that into your life, because this path is like incredibly, incredibly profound. And this is why I offer this in my work, because I truly, truly believe if more people are really breathing and living and doing this work and showing up in this way, like we would have, and we will have a very, very different just world and connection to each other and really embracing our humanity fully and just like really changing the past ways of people how people have been living and like just perpetuating rather than perpetuating the same cycles really creating new paths of awakening and enlightenment so with that with this very casual conversation i'm gonna end this here but as always i i Yeah. I hope you take away something from this. And if you have any questions, feedback or anything like that, I would love to hear. And I will speak to you next time. I'm sending you big love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please feel free to reach out with any thoughts or comments that you may have. And I would love it if you would share this with someone that you think would resonate and benefit from this work. To learn more about me and my work, please visit ShannonHonda.com and I'm sending you big love on your journey and inviting you to actively create and choose joy.